So we're discussing wait times for police. A lot of talk around it. Uh, thankfully, we're getting some really, really positive calls as well. Yes. Uh, endorsing the police and what they do, which we're really pleased to hear. On the line with us, Police Association President Chris Cahill. Hello, Chris. Hey, Chris. Good afternoon. Mate, thank you very much for your time. So why the long waits in your view? Well, there's two key things. It's the increase in demand on police services, and then the second is the complexity of what they're attending these days. How uh, These family harm incidents, there's a lot more work that goes into them. The mental health incidents they attend, there's a lot more effort and time that goes into them. So, so the combination of those two things. So when you say the increase in demand, is that because there's more crime or more of these issues, or is there too few police? Uh, well, there's, there's more issues, but... Now, we've had an increase since 2017 of 1,300 police. We've promised 1,800. But at the same time, there's been a 60% increase in family harm incidents attended and an equally a 60% increase in mental health crisis incidents that police have had to attend. So a massive increase in demand, really. And that's before we start talking about gangs and serious crime. Is the, is the answer more police? That's not the whole answer. I mean, the reality is with if we look at family harm and mental health, that demand is, is predicted to continue to grow. So police need to have to look at what they do and, and say, what can we attend and what can't we? And mental health, I think the answer is having much more mental health specialists or many more mental health specialists available. Uh, currently, there's a trial in Wellington where mental health specialists go out with police. They're much better and equipped to deal with these incidents and they have much better resolution for the people suffering mental distress. So we'd like to see more of that, and that will free up police time. What's your take? I'm sort of loathed to bring it up, Chris, but a lot of people unkindly and refer to the police commissioner as Cuddles Costa and the like, and this policing by consent isn't working. What's your take on that? Oh, look, it's difficult. At times I can understand where they're coming from, uh, but you've got to recognise this is a whole-of-government thing. They, don't, they want less people in prison, and they want long-term resolutions. And, and look, I do support the idea of getting long-term resolutions. I mean, if we look at gang members, for instance, we've got to deal with those gang members if they're, they're committing crime, and we should deal hard with them. But equally, we want to stop the pipeline of young people joining. You know, we want to stop these young 16-, 17-, 18-year-olds joining gangs in the first place. And, and if that, that is more social work type stuff, well, it's going to still pay long-term benefits. So it's getting the mix of that right. Okay. Hey, Chris, so how many police officers do we have now? We, back in 2016, it was 8,831, according to um, a, a table I've seen. How many do we have now? We have just over 10,000 now. So, right. you know, we've made some really good progress, but as I say, unfortunately, in the same time, the, the demand for police services have outstripped that growth in police. You said that you were promised 1,800 new police officers, and you've been... Uh, you've got 1,300. Why, why the difference? Well, a lot of it is to do with the way, way government budgets work. Uh, at the time when it was announced in 2017, they said they'd strive to do it in three years, but it was budgeted for five. Unfortunately, they're now saying that five didn't start till the following year, so mm. we're still waiting to next year to get it. I'm concerned that with attrition going up, the tightening labour market, we may never get there, but we'll take as many as we can. Do you still have a huge demand for people wanting to be police officers? Yeah, look, that's the most positive thing. At this stage, there is still a lot of people wanting to join police. I mean, I'm heading out to the police college uh, straight after this call to talk to 80 new recruits, and that's, they're coming through nearly monthly. So that's a really positive thing, but 
I am concerned that when the borders open up, a lot of these young people will actually head off at OEs rather than join the police. So, you know, we've got to get them while we can, I think. But at this stage, there's more, you know, demand to be an officer, so it's kind of like just a governmental issue employing more if that was the case. It's not through lack of people applying, which is encouraging. Yeah, it is. Do they get enough money, Chris, just on a mercenary level? Do you think they pay our police force enough? Uh, not when they first recruit them. I mean, I, I asked that question of everyone joining the police, and this is why I take my hat off to them, who's taken a pay cut to join. Nearly all have while they're at the police college, and at least probably 50% of them have taken a pay cut even once they graduate. Um, and that you know, says a lot about why they're joining the police and that they're joining for the right reasons. But I worry with the increasing cost of living, increasing mortgages, all those things, that these people simply won't be able to take that option. What do they get, a starting salary for a police officer? Uh, once they graduate, they get a bit, a, about $60,000, $60, a little bit uh, more if you include their superannuation. Boy. Yeah, I don't reckon that's nothing. No, it used to be that years ago. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. And speaking of graduation, are we right in understanding, Chris, that it takes around 16 weeks to graduate? Yeah, that's correct. That's been up for debate you know, at the moment whether that's long enough, and I think uh, police are reviewing that, and I think it's a good time to review it. Yeah, that'd be my only concern, 16 weeks, particularly when there's all the talk around arming the police. That's, that's not a lot of time to send somebody out on patrol with a gun strapped to their waist, is it? No, it's not, and, and you know, there's a lot of other things they have to deal with. As I said right at the start, there's a lot mm. of complexity around what police deal with, so I think it's a good time to review. I think 16 weeks is squeezed. I, I did a full six months many, many years ago, yeah. and um, I think you know that's probably more of time. I mean, it's always going to be a role that you learn a lot more of once you're out there doing it, and you've got the support of other colleagues to yeah. train you through, but it's, it is good to get that basic grounding. Yeah, well, look, we thank you. And yeah. again, this whole conversation has been good because it hasn't been a bagging of the police, more the system and, and what we can do to get it right. But boy, we are so thankful for what you do, Chris, and the police force. Amazing. So thank you for your time. Thanks very much. Good to talk. Thanks, Chris. Chris Carhill, Police Association President.